take a minute and ask yourself, how am I feeling today? Chances are, as a founder, some version of tired, worn out, mentally foggy, stretched, or run down is part of the answer. Today on the Startup Therapy Podcast, we're going to dive into burnout, how to see it coming, how to avoid it, and how to recharge when you've gone too far. This is Ryan Rutan from Startups.com, back for another episode of Startups Therapy. I am here with Will Schroeder, my partner and uh, CEO of Startups.com. We are going to talk about something today that all of us face to some degree or another at some point or another, which is being burnt out. And, and Will, you just, just like yesterday, day before, had a, a very meaningful conversation with somebody on, on just this topic. Yeah, so this is super top of mind. A uh, friend of mine, a founder friend, calls me up and said, hey man, I'm really burnt out. Kind of like full the tense, game over, I'm all done, I'm outie, kind of burnt out, right? Not just like, yeah. I'm, you know, having a tough run. And obviously, we'll keep him out of it as far as who it is, but it, it doesn't matter because it applies to pretty much every single person listening to this podcast. Yes. Yeah. But basically, here's what he said. He said, I've been at this for four years, you know? Business is doing okay. You know, it could always be doing better, but it's doing okay. But I'm at a point now where I am so fried, I just can't operate anymore. I, 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 I'm beyond the point where I can get up tomorrow morning and, you know, run through the wall yet again, right? Right, and right, And he's right. like, I, in this case, he says, hey, man, I think it may be the case that I'm done with this business, right? You know, I need to sell it or wind it down or, you know, whatever the outcome might be. And he said, you know, what would you suggest I do here? And, and I said, listen, I don't want you to, to, to shut the business down because you're burnt out. And, and what I think needs to happen is you just need a break, maybe, maybe a yeah. really long break, right? But, I, but what I'd like to talk about today is the fact that everyone gets burnt out, right, Ryan? We all do. You and I do we all, do all the time. Yep. But that, that's okay if we know how to handle it. And I think we need to start like like putting a plan together about when it happens, what does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, as entrepreneurs, we're famous for stepping on the turbo the entire time, right? And just like FIFA, there's a limited amount of that you can use before you just start running really slow or have to stop altogether. Yeah. And, and I don't think we we are considerate of that, right? I know I'm not. I run to failure. It's a horrible trait of yeah. mine. Right. And, and you <laughs> yep. watch it on a consistent basis. You can watch the Will video game where Will yes. just, Will's all of a sudden running really fast. Now he's blinking Mario. <laughs> now he's yep, smaller exactly. Mario. <laughs> now he falls off the board. He's right? gone. Every yep. single time. And by the way, this isn't, this isn't me suggesting any of that's good. Like this is a massive fatal flaw. This is by, this is my kryptonite. It's by no means my superpower. But I think what happens is, for a lot of entrepreneurs, for a lot of founders, when they hit that burnout point, they're often shouldering the whole load of the business, right? So them hitting the burnout point isn't like employee 10,000 at Google, right? Who just needs right, to take some right. vacation time, right? When they hit the breaking point, they feel boxed into a corner because they're like, if I'm burnt out, this is the future of the business that's at stake, not just my health. That's right. Yeah, it's it's not it's not something where they feel like they they can. That's part of what accelerates this, especially as you get down towards the end, where you're already at the end of your energy. Uh, you're probably not making great decisions at this point, anyways. You're mentally, emotionally drained, exhausted, 
And now you're supposed to be self-aware enough to do something about that. And often case, you don't feel like you can do anything because you don't feel like you can take the time, right? You don't have a way to justify taking the break in the first place. Yeah, and you look at it as in, I'm burnt out because the business has been hard on me. Things haven't gone well. I mean, right. you couldn't be burnt out when things are going well, but you get a little bit of a second win, a little bit of stamina when things yeah. are going well. And I would even argue, even when you are burnt out, you do have those power-up moments, right? If we're using our Super Mario analogies here, right, where, where, where you hit the power-up and all of a sudden, you know, you're big and strong for a second until it oh, wears yeah. off. But you're still burnt out. You're just getting yep. that, you know, that little bit of boost. You're when, Rocky 42 headshots in. Like, <laughs> I, take one more. Exactly, right? Now, I, I think where our challenges are, are, are many fold here. I think part of it is when we start to get into the burnout state, we have the capacity to make exponentially bad decisions, right? And, right. and that scares me, right? Because we start to equate being burnt out with maybe the business isn't going, isn't going to move forward, et cetera. And it could be true, but we might be making it for the wrong decision. I'm sorry, for the wrong reason. The other thing is that in that time, if we're saying we're burnt out, we can't perform, right? All the shit That's that right. we need to do, really important things, service clients or build product or whatever yep. it is that our business needs to do, we actually just can't do it. Can't do it. And, this is where it gets exponential, right? Because now yeah. those things start to stack up when now you're looking ahead at the pile of things that you've got to do that you are already falling behind on. And it just starts to make build this, this incredible barrier. That it's really hard to break through, right? If what you keep trying to do is run into it head on. So compound all these things. I'm burnt out, so I can't perform as well. By virtue of not performing as well, I can't move the business forward, and so I feel like the business you know, isn't doing well, or maybe that's the cause of it. And then on top yep. of it, I'm feeling boxed in because if I don't keep performing, this business won't be around either. So there's no version exactly. where I'm looking at, you know, like I, again, I feel trapped. So yep. let's talk about what to do about it, right? Like how to like unwind this thing a bit and kind of get you out of this boxed-in situation so that we can actually move the business forward without letting our moment-in-time burnout determine our entire future. Sure. Let's do it. All right. So uh, I think the, the, the first question, just to hit it head-on, is, you know, how do I take a break if I've got so much stuff to do? Right? You're saying, <laughs> right, like, you know, take a break and recharge, but I'm like, if I take a break, the business will be out of business, which is what's burning me out to begin with, right? Exactly. Right. Well, I've been here for five years, and I haven't taken any vacation. So as the founder, I've accrued nine weeks of PTO. Let's take it, right? There's no version of that that feels <laughs> good. Just that easy. Um, yeah. And so, so I think people, uh, founders, look at this take a break in maybe too literal or too intensive of a way. For example, if we're working at, at Google and we're employee 10,000 and we need time off, we just take vacation. Yes. We have that luxury because Google's not going anywhere. Right. right. We're one in so, 10,000. Right. And so what we think about are things like, okay, well, I want to take two weeks off, two consecutive weeks, and that'll solve the problem. Yep. Um, and it might, but you don't, you, you can't take those two weeks. So let's talk about what you can do, right? Um, what I've found when I start hitting this level of, of burnout, and it, it happens all the time, is if I'm working at like 110%, and you know, maybe it's more, but let's just use 110%. I am I'm running on fumes, right? Yeah. But if I could just get myself 
to 90%. See, I think people yep. think I need to get back to 0%, right? You know, I need a full yeah, yeah. reset recharge. Yeah. Yeah. And sure, the, yeah, ideally you do, right? But if, if, if for whatever reason the business can't afford the 110% down to 0% recharge, how do you get to 90%, right? Like, what does that look like? How sure. can you incrementally start getting yourself out of the red zone, right? And, and Ryan, you and I talked about this. I mean, literally, we've been talking about this over the past couple of weeks. Like, how do you get a Friday off, right? Yeah, just a um, day, right? Sometimes it's all you need. You know, a couple of weeks ago, you said that that you had taken some time off. I don't know if it was a full week or a few days or, or, or what it was. A couple of days um, ended up being like three and a half days. Okay, three and a half days. But what did three and a half days do to you? Oh, man, it bought me an incredible amount of, of bounce back energy, right? I had just come off something that for me was particularly stressful right preparing for a speaking engagement and then delivering that um which as a as a part-time introvert um takes a lot out of me right I, i've realized yeah, over the years like i always need some some refresh time after that and so you know we went out to the lake and spent a couple of days and i came back then you know halfway through thursday feeling like i could run through a wall right it just just took a little bit of time where i could decompress and and you know work out all the issues that arise after I do something like that and just feel good again, right? It doesn't take a ton of time, um, but it took dedicating a little bit of time to push the reset button. In this case, it wasn't really like that long, drawn-out rundown. It was things had come to a head physically and emotionally for me, and I needed a few days for that to just kind of unravel, for that pressure to disappear so I could move forward, and, and I did. Right, and so I think we often think about the, the break has to be this long period, right? It's not called yeah. a break unless it's, you know, X amount of time. Yep, yep. What I tend to find is the break doesn't necessarily have to be a long period of time, but if there's no break whatsoever, if there's yep. no, you know, time to get off the ice and recharge, using a hockey analogy here, you're screwed. Yeah. Right? You're sprinting all the time. You, you need that breather. And it doesn't take long, right? You need, need a couple minutes to, to refresh and then you go back in the game. I wish somebody had told me this earlier in my career because I always felt like, <laughs> actually, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pointing to earlier in my career. Somebody told me this like three weeks ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have this, this, this bad habit of just running until failure, like I said earlier, right? Yeah. And for me, the, the breaks that I'm allowed to take, we'll get into justifying breaks in a second, but like the breaks I'm allowed to take are being sick, having some sort of like, external emergency and or reason that i have to be gone right yeah or back to being sick right? Like right yeah my longest breaks have to do with me being unwell those right? are my three reasons right yeah being sick something external or being sick right? right and and what i think we've started to learn over the past couple of years you know here at startups.com is that doing a little bit of preventative maintenance just saying like hey i i, I I can tell something's off. You know, I, I feel like I just, yep. I need a day here. I need a couple days here is really starting to make a huge difference, right? Yeah. Um, and I'll say this, like, man, it doesn't even always take the, the, the full day off. And I don't mean, oh, well, a half day off would work as well. Just sometimes changing the environment. When we made the decision point. to switch over to work from home Wednesdays, which has now become, you know, three, three full work from home days. When we first made that decision, I noticed a lot less of the sort of normal weekly burnout and something bigger happened. 
which was that I no longer had my my major failures, which, you know, like you, I would just go, 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 go. And then there would come a point where like for one weekend or maybe like a three day period, I would just be out, like fall asleep next to the bed with my shoes on kind of exhausted. Oh, wow. And and that would happen every, probably like once a quarter. And since, you know, from the time we instituted that policy, that stopped happening. It was just enough, right? To your point, we don't have to go from 110% to zero. Going from 110% to 90 made a huge, huge difference for me. The other thing that I noticed that did was in periods of burnout, and this might be specific to my personality, but one of the things that's hardest about burnout for me is not looking like I'm burnt out to everybody else. And ah, so having point. a day where I could just be at home and be like, I'm fucking burnout and I'm going to look burnout, <laughs> I'm going to feel burnout and it's yeah. not going to matter <laughs> because I'm not I don't feel like I'm affecting anybody else. Yeah, well, and and I I think too as founders and often as leaders of the company, you know, you don't want to show that kind of that kind of scar, right? Like you want to be able yeah. to say, "Hey, you know, I'm down so everybody else should be down." And, and in all fairness, I I, I I won't understate the fact that the leadership in the organization does reflect the resolve of the entire organization, it right? Does. You know, there, there's a reason top generals, top coaches, you know, top CEOs run top companies. Their resolve does have a, a very real effect. However, yes. kind of useless when that resolve is packaged in an empty shell of somebody who's long since burned right. out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you do get wounded on the battlefield, bleeding out in front of your troops, probably not the best way to handle it. Exactly. And so I, I think part of what's been helpful, and, and, and I'm glad you brought this up, is I know among the leadership here at startups, if someone's fried, they just say as much, right? Yep. They don't have to justify it. They don't get lambasted for it. And we all look at it, because we're all kind of workaholics in our own way, as just, I want to work more. This is how I work more, right? Yeah. Is that the right justification? Probably not, right? But, <laughs> right. but, but, but. We're at least communicating it. I, I think yeah. as we mature as an organization and as people, we'll probably get better at just understanding from a health standpoint why that's great. Not that we don't understand it now, but I think we still have a little bit of I have to work justify it. But here's the important point. When folks are saying I have too much to do to take a break, you're right. You do have too much to do to take a long full stop break. Okay. Yep. Hopefully you don't. Hopefully you can take a break. So I'm not, I'm not knocking a break. What I'm trying to say is. Dude, if you're at 110% right now, 100 whatever percentage, doesn't matter. You're over 100% of what you can do. You got to get sub 100%, even yep. if that's just down to 90%. Yeah. Because the, the way I see it, if, if, if we're going to look at like, you know, the green zone, yellow zone, red zone, and, and red zone is anything over 100%, the longer you stay in the red zone, the longer you're going to pay this back in spades later, not in a good Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yeah, right. I think that's a really, really important realization. And I think that once you get past that and you sort of you're enlightened on this particular point, it allows you to go harder. I think that there's there's this interesting thing. It's like, well, I'll go 110% because I can probably sustain that longer without totally killing. And then I'll try to back off just a little. Whereas if you know that you can go all the way to the breaking point and then just raise your hand and say, like, I need, I need, I need out, you can come out. So that way you can run as hard as you want to as long as you're willing to take that time when you need to. I just realized there's a, there's a great um, analogy to one of my new hobbies, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You can go full-on sparring in, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because of the tap-out mechanism, right? right you don't right. have to wear headgear. You don't have to take other preventative measures. You're not prohibited from trying 
any of the moves at any time because everybody's protected by the tap out mechanism. I think founders need to recognize that not as not as something that, that that's a weakness, but a way to go full on as hard as you want and then be able to take yourself out of the game when you need to. I also want to circle back on one other thing that you said, which was, you know, this this notion that within our group, within our leadership at startups, we have this ability and we do use the tap out mechanism. But there's another subtlety to this that I think was really, really great when I realized it. When when you or Elliot or anybody else on the team raises your hand and says, guys, I, I'm, I'm a bit burnt. I'm going to need some time. The last thing on my mind is, oh, geez, again, I'm thinking, all right, how can I push a little more of my turbo and support this, right? That's the immediate feeling I get. And that's the immediate feeling that I get from you guys when I need to be the one raising my hand and saying, hey, time out, that everybody else is there and actually wants to pick up that slack because they know they can. And because they know that when it's their turn for the break, that they'll be supported in doing so. And I think that's really, really been powerful for us. And I, I think if, if the other team members recognize the value of a break, it goes even further, right? Yes. You know, if, yep. if, if you know that, hey, you know, Will does a lot of creative stuff for the organization. If he's creatively burnt out, the organization isn't going to be able to get more shit done right yep last last year we had this really interesting moment where uh you know i lead uh the creative team here and our creative director who's just an absolute workhorse the work that was coming across was still good work but it wasn't his best work right yeah and 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 we go back and forth all the time on kind of you know what his best work looks like but when he's on he's really on and and to his credit he's usually on Mm -hmm. around this time last year work starts coming across this is over a period of a few weeks or so And it's just not his best work, right? Not totally phoning it in, but you could tell, you know, he's not at full strength. Right, right. So I said to him, I said, hey man, how about this? Take two weeks off. And mind you, he wasn't even looking to take two weeks off. He had no interest in taking time off. He had no plans. He had nothing, right? And at first he he thought it was me being passive aggressive, like your work is so (laughs) right. You you may as well not come to work. Might as well not be here. Yeah. And, and, And here's what I said to him. I said, you know, and he's been here for years. I said, Every, t- every time around this part of the year, right, where we get into kind of like mid to late summer, where we've been going full sprint since the restart in January, our stuff starts to kind of taper off a bit. Yeah. And so I know what's going to happen. When we get into August, September, October, and then we start to looking toward the tail end of the year, we're, our work's going to slow down even more. It's just not going to be as good as it used to be. It's not going to be as fresh. We're not going to agree on as much stuff just because, again, we're not bringing our A game. Yep. Take two weeks off this time, just as an experiment. I don't care what you do. Just make sure it's not work. And let's see what happens when you come back, right? And again, he was a little taken aback because it felt like a forced vacation, but like, you know, nobody f- feels that upset about it. Yeah, yeah. But what was interesting about it was he felt justified. You know, he yeah. didn't, in this case, it was me pushing it, not him. But he felt like, okay, well, yeah, if you want me to take a break, I'll take a break no shock he comes back two weeks later and he's like dude i had no idea how burnt out i was right like i did nothing but watch tv for like 16 hours a day for the first few days because my mind was just mush right and what a shock he comes back and does some of the best work ever i think as managers if we don't build a system in place to give our to to give our employees this this built-in justification to kind of just take this reset break because i think particularly in the US, our breaks are so tied to events, like externalities. Yeah. Like I'm going on vacation, ergo, yep. I'm going to take a break, right? Right. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's Labor Day weekend, which 
often for me are as draining as they are refilling. There's always <laughs> exactly. some implied additional work or planning or something that I have to be involved in. I don't think we have a culture where, where we recognize you're just fatigued, right? Yeah. And of, of course you're fatigued. Like if, if you're going to be working super hard at a startup, how could you not be fatigued? Right. You know, yeah. I, I grew up playing team sports like you did. You played soccer. I played hockey. The idea was you could be on the ice for about 60 seconds to 90 seconds, right? It doesn't sound like a lot. Try getting on skates and skating competitively. It <laughs> might as well be 10 years, right? If I can stay on my feet on skates for 10 seconds, <laughs> pretty good. Like, you can take me out now. I haven't fallen down yet. The, the coach would always say, he said, at 60 seconds, I've got all of you. At 90 seconds, I've got most of you. At two minutes, I've got none of you, right? Yeah. He knows that the moment I hit that threshold, no matter how hard I played, maybe even despite how hard I played, I'm no longer going to be effective. So his job is to right. get me off the ice, right? Yep. No different than ourselves as founders or certainly our teams, but let's focus on the founders because I think in their case, they are the coach. Yeah. And no one's deliberately trying to manage them to pull them off the ice. Right. Right. Hey, coach, you're looking tired. You want to sit yeah. on the bench for a little while? <laughs> exactly. Right. Never happened. And so, I think if nothing else, if if we socialize to our coworkers, if we have any, if we don't have any, it could be our loved ones, our spouse, you know, whoever's important to us, to just say, you know, at 60 seconds, I was at my best. At 90 seconds, I, I'm a little bit tapped. I, yeah. I, I'm at two minutes. Hey, fuck, I'm probably at 10 minutes, right, you know, for, for most founders. I, I can't be effective. I can't win this game if I continue to stay on the ice. I've got to take a break. And I think for a lot of folks we have a hard time admitting that to ourselves. Like we, we understand it, but we don't do anything about it. And I think it yeah. makes us shitty founders uh, when we continue that problem, pattern. right? Realizing it in the first place and then to your point, being willing to find a justification to actually do something about it. And, right. and so I think the, the, the recognition piece, I think just gets easier with time. After you've failed enough times simply because you're burnt out, you start to realize it's, it's like having gone through those cycles, uh, with the creative director at some point you realize, Hey, every year around this time, we have this little performance drop off. Why don't we just cut that off at the pass? But that took years to develop. Right. And so I think over time you will start to realize some of the patterns in what your burnout looks like. I feel like the harder leap for people is to actually do something about it. And so you may have people around you kind of helping you to signal like the coach seeing you're tired, Again, I think we need a good mechanism for turning that relationship around. Like, how do the players tell the coach that he's tired? Where can he or she, as the founder, get some support and and be told, hey, look, you know, we're, we're seeing this. We, we, we understand that you're in a position now where you probably need some time and then find that justification. So what do you think I, I, that we could do better as founders to enable the people around us to help us feel good about doing this stuff? Well, I think the first thing we do is we start to say, what does peak performance look like for us, right? Yeah. Now, for some for some groups in the organization, it's very numeric. If we have a sales team, you know, sales teams turning in numbers. Those numbers are either yep. at their peak or they're not, right? Yep. In other cases, we might have a development team, you know, our, our team of engineers that are cranking out code. Sometimes a little bit harder to determine whether they're they're at their peak, but but often when when stuff's not shipping, <laughs> that's kind yeah. of a reason, right? Yeah. Uh, Developers at their peak ship stuff. When when stuff's not shipping, there's usually a reason, right? Yep. But as you, so, as you look around the organization, you're going to see different uh, markers for for what that burnout looks like. But you've got to imagine, no matter what, every single person in the org is at some level of burnout, right? Yeah. 
just some worse than others. Our goal as managers is to try to manage that downward to say, look, I'm going to look for opportunities, whether it's a day, a week, whatever that looks like, to be able to put some points back on the board for this person, right? Back to my hockey analogy, I'm going to look for opportunities to get people off the ice whenever possible because I know yeah, I don't yeah. want to put them back on until they've had a little chance to rest. And yeah. I, 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 I rarely... Feel like that's- I feel like that's pretty easy to do though, right? Like I, I feel like that's easy enough to do because we're we're typically looking downstream and we are monitoring performance. But as we shift this focus back to the founder level, founder performance is often a lot harder to pinpoint, right? Because right. at the end of the day, we're responsible for everything, which you know, you, you kind of can't just the, the the meter there isn't clear enough to read to say that you know, just because performance is going up or down that it's something intrinsic to the founder that's causing that, right? Because it's the management of the teams, it's the team selection, it's, it's, right. it's so many factors. So what do you think that we can use as signals for our own turbo meter? How can we do a better job of, of that initial recognition that I'm burnt out? Well, I think at the very least, in a startup, in the formative years, there's so much shit going wrong, Right. Yeah. So part of you is like, oh, well, sales are down. So, you know, I must be a little bit burnt out or, you know, I'm not at the top of my yeah. game or the company needs to grow or I need to raise money. And so, I, you know, if I were at the top of my game, I bet that would have already been done. You got to recognize in the formative years, no matter how on top of your game you are, the yep. sky is probably still falling everywhere. Right. Sure. My buddy who I, I talked to at the top of the show, you know, said, hey, I'm burnt out. I'm thinking about maybe, you know, selling the company or doing something different. And my point to him was, you've been at it four years, man. There's no version where you wouldn't be burnt out right now. Yeah, right? yeah. Even if things were going 180 degrees differently than you expect yep. them to go, you'd still be burnt out. You, you, you can't operate in this game for that long and not be burnt out, right? Did he drop, did he drop any signals? Did he, did he talk about, like, I am feeling burnt out because of X, Y, and Z? I know a couple personally. Like, for me, there are certain things that I always look forward to within within our business and if i find myself like getting a little you know a little lax or a little like yeah i'm just not that excited but for example i love every time we have a chance to get together and do one of these podcasts if there comes a day where i'm like meh i don't really feel like to, that's going to be to me i'm gonna be like oh i'm probably burnt out right, I, right because right. if there's something that you really love you know kind of running towards and then you find yourself not looking forward to that i think that's a for me at least that's a great indicator but did did he drop any in your conversation well, in his case, he said, hey, a couple things in the business lately haven't gone well. And and while that always takes a little bit of energy out of you, he's like, nothing's happened that's put some of that energy back, right? Yeah. You know, so so it's just, it, it's a it's a bunch of hits, you know, uh, beating up my, my my hockey analogy, you know, he's just got four points scored on him in a, in a row, right? It's just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's demoralizing, right? Yeah. And so he's thinking of it in terms of, hey, you know, if I'm fried and the business isn't going well, and this is taking longer than I expected. By the way, it always takes longer than you expected. Always does. Yeah, yes. way more. Like, aren't these the signs that, you know, something's not right? And, and truthfully, yeah, some of them are. However, if you're reading those signs at a time when you're also most burnt out, yeah, everything just, it, it becomes exponential. Yep. Right? You're like, oh man, we lost that client. God, not another. When you've got fresh legs, you've got a couple hit points to spare, right? You can take a couple hits and keep on moving, which is what you need. If you're yep. going to put yourself into this game basically half injured, what what else do you expect to happen? You're going to get crushed, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, I think that's and the that's the that's the real conundrum, right? Which is that 
sometimes we need rest the most when we can afford it the least. And it's Agreed. such a hard decision to make. Which is why we were saying, don't look at a break as being this long kind of, yep. you know, toes in the sand kind of break. If you can take one of those, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, right? <laughs> it wouldn't be <laughs> right. your challenge. Uh, I'm assuming that you can't take the break. Although, although in a little bit, I think we should get into some different ways I've seen folks take extended breaks without, you know, just leaving the shop altogether. Yeah, yeah. But what I think breaks for us is that we don't believe that we can justify the break. You know, my friend just had a couple setbacks in the business. There's nothing about that that makes him go, you know, I think the answer to that is take some time off. <laughs> right. right, yeah. But here's the way I look at it. And I've dealt with this head on. When setbacks happen, and we're in the business of setbacks, if, if, if you're in a startup with no uh, setbacks, I would probably, <laughs> probably not running a startup, right? I look at the setback saying, hey, what's it going to take? What kind of energy do I think it's going to take in order for me to kind of have to make up for all of those? And inevitably, it's more than you have right now. So my right. first plan is, what can I do to kind of recharge a little bit, right? For, for me, it's twofold, right? When I'm, when I'm looking to justify the break and, and, and when I'm trying to take the break. Part of it is what kind of break I need, and I think we should probably talk about that, whether it's a mental break, a, a physical break, a creative break, et cetera. And then the other part of it is more or less how I'm going to, to take that break. You know, you said you, you went to the lake, right? It was just this, this badass zen kind of place to, to, to unwind, right? <laughs> yes, it was. I spent half There's my day in a sweat lodge every day. It was amazing. Yeah, man. And, and, you know, like that's that's specifically what you're supposed to do, like at the perfect break, right? Yeah. There are other ways to take a break that aren't that restful. Now, I don't pretend to, to, to tell other people what's restful to them. Oddly for me, when I need a break, I go in my workshop and, and I do carpentry nonstop. Like I burn yeah. four to 5,000 calories a day do, uh, doing far more manual labor than yep. I possibly do, <laughs> do yeah. in my everyday. Your, your vacation is a different kind of work, right? And, it, and that, it, But it, it works for you. I've watched it's it over so and over zen. again, right? Yeah, right? you, you come know, out with um, some amazing new piece of carpentry, a new closet, something, and, yeah. uh, and a bunch of energy. I'm like, all right, awesome. I, I do, because what I find is that more often than not, my burnout uh, is creative. You know, I just hit a yep. creative burnout. Like I'm, I'm sitting at the laptop, I'm trying to type up an article or I'm trying to, to do some, some piece of new product development and just nothing's coming out, right? I'm st yeah. staring at the blinking cursor and I can't make that outcome happen. So I know when that happens, and I only know this after so many years of getting it wrong, yeah. that in order to, to get back on the saddle, I got to go do something else. Like, yep. And I, I've got to find something that really recharges that part of my batteries. Yeah. And I think, and, and like you said, you know, this, this varies person to person, organization to organization, and it, it isn't always a hard stop, right? You know, for you, you, you switched to your workshop, which is absolutely not a hard stop. You're still thinking, working physically. I've found that there are even times where if I start to feel a little bit burnt out and mine often tend to be creative too. So if we're going through periods, where we're doing like a lot of, uh, ad copy or, or ad creative stuff like that, where it's, it's generation of content. Yeah, um, that can wear me out. And so what I'll do is say, like, if I'm not, if I feel like I don't have the energy to bring my A game to that, I'll do some additional analysis, right? I'll dig into some data. I'll go, you know, you know, look at look at uh, our MRR trends over the last six months. I'll do something that's a bit more analytical, because that actually takes a lot less energy for me. Right. Some other things that I've heard recently, and this was an interesting one. I was talking to uh, a founder friend here locally uh, about a month ago. 
And, and he said, you know, I realized that our burnout and, and he runs uh, a services agency, about uh, 250 employees in it. Uh, they, it's all B2B stuff. And so they're, they're working with kind of hard charging clients. He said, I realized that organizational burnout is what happens to us. He's like, it, it tends to happen kind of all at the same time for me and my entire executive team. But they felt trapped in the same way that, you know, like, well, one of them could be out at a time and they could kind of like switch off and, and, and fill gaps. And that was okay. But it wasn't really getting them to recharge. It was just sort of triage, right? They were still bleeding. Right. It's not as fast. He said what he figured out was like, because this was happening, like as an organization, right, the, the entire executive team getting worn out at the same time, they started doing retreats. And right. they're still working. They're just changing their work environment, much in the same way that work from home had a major impact on me. So like we find ourselves going, you know, once a quarter, sometimes more often if everybody really feels run down, we just move locations. We go somewhere fun to be. We work during the day together as a team. It gives us time to spend, you know, to kind of shift what we're doing. Um, and then a, a big part of that's where we're doing it. And we've got something fun and different to do in the evenings. And he said, we come back feeling really refreshed despite having also worked for a week. Uh, and so I think there's a lot of ways that you can think about how to give yourself or your team breaks that don't involve not working. Well, yeah, okay, I, I love that. And, and bear in mind, there's lots of different types of burnout, right? Yeah. There's there's physical burnout, right? Yep. Uh, you know, my, my, my stepdad's a landscaper, right? He He works 12 hours a day in the sun, right? When he comes home, he is physically burnt out. Yeah, right? he's beat, <laughs> like, yep, just literally beat. Yeah, and, and so when when he... When he comes home and he needs a break, he just needs to sleep. You know, the dude just needs to, yeah. to, to, to grab a beer and sleep, right? Yes. Um, for a lot of us, like while we do have physical manifestations, for a lot of the folks that are that are founders, they're often not in that physical, physically demanding of a job. So so they have other types of burnout. Although again, you start it starts to manifest physically. You've got I emotional. still grab I still grab a beer and go to sleep. I, <laughs> I think that's still that's, that's an <laughs> adequate cure. Yeah. Yeah, right. But there's emotional burnout, right? Like it's the equivalent of, hey, I just lost this account or I just, you know, this employee just quit or you name it. I mean, million yeah, things, yeah, yeah. everything we do. You get enough of those hits. Yeah, you're going to be burnt out. It doesn't matter how many hours you're working. Your mind and, and, and your your kind of emotions can only process so much. That's you know, right. at some point you're fried. Yeah, um, you just burn out. Can't do anything about it. In yeah, fact, you're in the you're in the least likely position to do anything about it in terms of like trying to power through. You just can't. Absolutely, there's a a mental slash cognitive slash creative burn, burnout, and I think there's a bit of a spectrum there. It's not just one lump together. Yeah. Where you've been running your mind so hard for so long, it just doesn't have anything left. That muscle is tapped, right? Yeah. You don't have another rep in you. And I think this list goes on and on. But what I think is interesting, and I don't hear folks talk about this enough is there's a different recipe for each of those types of burnout, right? Like I was telling yeah. you, hey man, my most common type of burnout is just creative, right? Where I do a lot of creative work yep. and I just need a way to stop doing that and I go do the most mundane thing. I go do carpentry in my case, right? Because that's what resets my meter. Incidentally, you know what doesn't reset my meter? Vacations. Vacations yeah. are the bane of my existence when it comes to um, taking a break, right? Here's yeah. why. I'm on vacation. You know, now it's family vacation. Of course, I got kids. But even still, I'm on vacation. The worst thing you can do to recharge me is has, have me sit in a chair and do nothing 
yeah, for yeah. any period of time and just think yeah. about how many problems that I have that I can't be fixing right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, like, it's let me uh, let me get a let me get a, an anxiety attack faster than I get a suntan. Watch, Listen, here we go. And there are nine million reasons why that shouldn't be the case, but it's the case, right? It's the case. It's your it, reality. And so for me, vacation means time with my family. You know, it, it, it's it's the goals are different, but it's not how I recharge. Right. And the the reason for that is because. For different folks, they have different ways that they burn out. They have different counterbalances that they need, right? Also worth noting, for a lot of folks, the burnout doesn't necessarily occur solely at work, right? That's right. I know a lot of folks where, where their burnout is a hundred times worse at home with yeah. whatever, you know, with whatever may be going on with, with their spouse, with their kids, their families, with their friends, whatever, that you take that burnout, and again, let's say you have a hundred percent meter, and eighty percent of it's already burnt out before you know you leave the house in the morning, yeah. right? And whatever happens at work, you got twenty percent of of gas left, right? Any new parent, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Tell a new parent that's been up for the last six hours with no sleep that their biggest issue right now is work. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Probably biggest not. issue right now is staying alive. Yeah, and and so. So in that case, if the issue is at home, then then what you you may need is more time to go figure shit out at home, right? Yeah. You know, maybe the solution isn't vacation. It's just, man, stuff stacking up at home. And if I don't take some time to get on top of this, no amount of vacation is going to matter. Yep. Yep. Right? Yeah. I, there was an interesting policy that they had in Cyprus when I lived there. Didn't apply to me because we were a multinational and we didn't we didn't adhere to this. Uh, but the the standard workforce there has a half day off every Wednesday, and everybody uses that half day Wednesday for running errands, going to the bank, doing whatever transactional stuff you have to do that you would normally otherwise do on a weekend or or after hours if you can. Right, and that's the thing. Or those things just stack up and stress you out because you don't have time to do it. Um, and it was interesting how much less bothered people were by that, even though they were wasting a Wednesday afternoon doing all these things, it left the rest of the week open, right? And then their, their personal time was in their personal time. Uh, and, and it was, it was obvious. It, it was actually a great policy and it worked well for the people who, uh, who could utilize it. And I think because at home, we don't quantify the problems in the same way we do at work right? Yeah. At work, if we lose an account, it has a it has a specific financial impact and we know, we know that that's bad. If we get in an argument with somebody that we care about, we don't quantify it. It makes us right. feel shitty. It takes hit points away. It does all the things that are just as bad, if not worse, in, in some right. cases, orders of magnitude worse than what happens at work. But, but we still look at it as we're burnt out with work, right? Right. Because that's and, where we can quantify the impact of of this of the challenge, right? But we can quantify the impact of the burnout. Burnout doesn't generate there, but it still manifests there. Yeah. So in some cases, the answer to burnout is go spend some time with some people that don't see you anymore, right? Like yeah. that's actually what's burning you out. What's burning you out is you're not seeing your kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe what's burning out is you are seeing your kid. Mileage may vary. Yeah. Yeah, your mileage may vary. But but look, what I'm really trying to get at is burnout isn't directly and solely tied to work, right? Burnout doesn't have just one version where I'm just tired, right? It has lots of different uh variant types, and you need a prescription based on that type. 
right? You need something that specifically is geared yep. toward that type of burnout, right? In, in, in a solution yep. and a solve for that. What I found is once I started to calibrate and kind of triangulate where my burnout was coming from, I knew exactly how to attack it. Again, in my case, workshop. And guess what? I need like three days tops. Three days is worth like three weeks to me because it solves that yep. very acute problem for me. But it buys me three to yeah. four months, right? Yeah, and, 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 and you're good to go, right? The, the reason it works, and this is kind of like, you know, if, 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 we, if you're okay making a last point here because it's starting to you know, run a little longer, uh, I'd like to say it. The reason that it works, the reason I can do that is because we've sat down with our team and socialized the idea of a break and everyone understands how to participate in a break, right? It's not yes. just my break. It's everyone jumping in to say, I got your back. All right, so we've talked about the various types of burnout and how the you know the, the the impacts of those are very different. So let's let's face it, we're all going to go through this at some point. You're going to need to take a break. Let's talk about how you actually do that. Right, like, like how, how you actualize it, right? Because yeah, for for many, there's there's hey, I can't justify it. We've already talked about. Listen, you got to put points back on the board. You have to recharge if you want to get back to peak potential. But then the next question is, okay, yeah. I get that. Like I get the, the concept. How do I actually do it? Well, right. what we've learned, uh, and and I think we're getting even better at this over time, is you got to socialize it in the team, right? Like yep. everyone has to be on the board uh, on board with the concept of I need a break. Otherwise, you won't take it, and it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny because I think it, there's there's often the the natural inclination to obscure the reason for it, right? That you don't yeah, want to show that you need the break, and it's actually completely counterproductive because then then nobody understands why you're why you're out or why you're spending less time or why right you might just becoming disinterested, right? Is is our founding team just spacing out? Like what's going on? I think if you tell them, look, I'm tired. And give them a little bit of context as to why, right? Like we just spent the last four months rebuilding every one of our sites. It took every creative cycle I had available to me. And now I am just burnt out. I need a little bit of time to recharge so I can come back and we can kick some more ass. Because then they'll understand like, here's what led to it. Here's how it's manifesting himself. You're tired and you, and you can't, you just can't put in your all and you want to. Um, and so you need a little bit of time off that they can relate to as well, because they'll have gone through something very similar at some point, or they may be feeling it right then. Um, and that's the other, the other benefit to sharing it is it gives other people the ability to raise their hand and go, you know what? Me too. Right? Like I'm, I'm in that same boat right now. Well, and, and what I think is interesting when folks are raising their hand, uh, they'll say, Hey, you know, maybe I'm burnt out, but another way they raise their hand is say, dude, I've got you. Right. Yeah. What I told my, my, my buddy, my founder friend who's been at this for four years, I said, give your team an opportunity right now to step up, right? Yeah. Look at it and say, I don't necessarily need like a, to be on vacation for weeks, but I will say this. I need a three-month hiatus from all of my responsibility. And, and what I mean, like, like uh, I need to take some of these things off my shoulders for just a little bit, yep. right? Yep. So. Folks, for the next three months, I'm going to ask each of you to step up in a different way to kind of take a couple things off my plate, right? That is not only taking huge amounts off your plate, which gets you from 110% to 90% or 80%, but it's giving those folks on your team the opportunity to step up and perhaps, you know, kind of level up in, in where they are in the org, right? Yeah. 
which I is think always really, great, right? Yeah, Getting I think people that opportunity is amazing. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, this and isn't so, something that's all that foreign to us either, right? Uh, sorry, but the, this isn't something that's all that foreign to us either. I don't think we think of it in this same sense. But imagine when, when uh, you know, the organization goes through something like a key employee leaving, right? For for one reason, maybe it's maternity or paternity leave, oh, or sure. maybe it's you know they're they're exiting the company, they're moving across country. Something's happening. It's either going to take them out of the game for a period of time um, or for uh, or permanently. Typically, the re- the result is that those responsibilities, at least in in a short term, get defrayed out and 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 pushed off to other people, right? And nobody, you know, nobody minds, right? This is just something you do. You carry the organizational weight together, and then over time, you you put a plan together for pulling it back together, maybe bringing in another resource or handing it back to the person when they return, and that feels very normal. And somehow, I don't think we apply that same thinking and logic to burnout. Right. Right. And and. If we do that, if we think about it in this case, and I think of all the things that me and my buddy discussed, that one resonated the most. I said, try to give yourself a one to three month uh, hiatus, if you will, from being fully stacked with all the duties, right? And and by the way, there's different ways to get through this. It it could be pushing some projects off as far as the timeline of those projects. What I said is, you need a sabbatical from responsibility for a minute, right? You you just, not all responsibility, but this much responsibility, you know? We're used to keeping our foot on the gas all the time to try to push these startups forward. Maybe just what you need right now is a month where your foot is just off the gas. Not you stop working. You just stop stressing about the fact that it's not growing fast enough or this or that. You ask for some help elsewhere and you just say, okay, I just do, I just need to breathe for a second. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. And so what I'm hoping a lot of founders will take from this is burnout's going to happen. It's going to happen on a regular basis. The only way to do something about it, one, is to actually do something about it, but is to also put some some foundation within your team to be able to recognize it, respond to it, and support it in a way that kind of keeps everybody going. Otherwise, I think <laughs> we're all screwed. And I don't, you know, yeah. and I think it, it, it's a very solvable problem. It is. Well, what I hope people do after listening to this is take a break. Right? You know you need it. <laughs> you know you need it. Um, just go do it. Stop listening to podcasts. Go get some rest. We'll see you next time. That's a wrap for this episode of the Startup Therapy Podcast. This is Ryan Rutan on behalf of my partner, Will Schroeder, and all the Startups.com family thanking you for joining us. And we hope you'll continue to join us. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes or wherever you love to listen to Startup Therapy. You can find all of our episodes at startups.com slash podcast. If you're looking for more amazing resources to launch or grow your startup, be sure to head to startups.com and check out Startups Unlimited. It's everything we have to offer from our online university to our amazing community of experts and founders, and even all the tools we've built like BizPlan, Fundable, and LaunchRock. It's everything a founder needs. Visit startups.com slash begin at startups.com slash B-E-G-I-N. You'll thank me later.